Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. We have a postponement tonight, so we have broken out the older games. Our scenario is called Paper Chase. It was written by John Sullivan, and this will be the fourth time that I've run this one for, uh, for our, our players. Um, I often say that it's one of my favorites. Uh, I like to start this particular one with a quote by Ernest Hemingway. <clears throat> All good books are alike in that they are truer than if they had really happened. After you have finished reading a book, you'll feel as if everything had happened to you and afterward it all belongs to you. The good and the bad, the ecstasy, the remorse and the sorrow, the people and the places and how the weather was. That being said, let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> it was a cold, wet, gray time in Arkham, Massachusetts, that period at the end of winter where everything was being reborn from the gloom. The foggy woods all around were getting bright sparkles of green on the tips of their dead looking branches. And small bright wildflowers were pushing their way up through the last lingering drifts of unmelted snow. Despite these promises of spring, the gloom would probably last for at least another month, but the spring would eventually get here. Nathaniel, Maddie, Courtney, and Shirley Hardcastle sat in their cramped desks on the second floor of the Regal Building in Arkham. They hadn't had much work in the past two weeks, and they had decided to clean up some of their old case files. They were going over a case from last year with their documenter, Ken, um, Una McKinney, uh, at, his, at her desk next to the door taking notes. Yeah, oh, the Arnold case. Remember that uh, one? Yeah, I remember that one. I I told you the mistress had something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, thanks to Una, we got some good shots, though. Mm, we sure did. Took his ass to court. Mm-hmm. Where'd you want to file that one, Shirley? Ooh, I, mm, Natty, what do you think? Where should this one go? That's a hard one to do, you know. You know, theft, um, you know, uh, adultery, or, uh, adultery, theft, um, alimony. Shit, I don't. I can always cross-reference it. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's good do job. that. All right, good idea. Good idea. Yeah, to touch so many good hot spots. Mm -hmm. So as you guys are are working. Um, uh, the little bell on your door open, uh, rings as uh, a delivery boy, not a delivery boy, a, a note boy comes in. There you go. Um, uh, and he comes over to the nearest desk and hands you the note. You're all sort of there together. Uh, he hands you the note and then waits for you to give him a coin or something. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll give him a buck. Thank you. And he, he leaves. So as you look down at the note, this is what you see. Messrs. Hardcastle and Courtney. My name is Thomas Kimball. I am not really sure how one goes about this, hiring an investigator, but it was suggested to me by my sister. Apparently you solve mysteries. Well, I have a real, I have a real poser. I would like therefore to invite you and your associates to tea this afternoon where we can discuss this strange mystery that has me, that has me perplexed. The details of which 
I would rather discuss in person. No need to alert the police. I doubt they could find the shoes on their feet. Sincerely, Thomas Kimball, 202 East Derby Street, Arkham, Massachusetts, between Peabody and Dyer. Hmm. Oh, that's curious. Well, I kind of agree with them with the police business. The only <laughs> thing they seem to be able to find is a donut shop. All right, so would you like to head over to Mr. Kimball's house? Detectives? Eh, it might be interesting. Well, and we hadn't had work in a little minute. It'd be nice to get something to do. Yeah, you know, some tea, hot tea might be some uh, hit the spot in this cold weather. Uh, maybe I'll bring my camera just in case. Yeah. All right. So you head across town into a rather nice area of uh, Arkham. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, fancier houses. Uh, and you come to a two-story white um, colonial sort of style house. And uh, it looks like the yard has not been maintained very well. I mean, the grass is cut, but there are no flowers. There are no, you know, nobody's bothering to have a gardener come in and plant things. Um, there is also a very nice looking car in the driveway. There's a, uh, I should also say there's a backyard and you can see the woods. If you know how New England is, there's lots and lots of woods all around. Harkin is stuck in the woods. All right, so you get out and you walk up to the front door. Interesting. Yard's not well maintained, but that's a pretty spiffy car. You think someone with this amount of money would pay to have someone keep this up? Mm, maybe they let it go for the winter. That's a possibility. I know I hate to rake leaves. So you go up to the door, you uh, ring the bell. And uh, after a few minutes, you uh, hear some footsteps and the door opens. And there, uh, it appears that there is a rather, um, I'd say handsome looking uh, gentleman, uh, maybe in his thirties in an extremely nicely dressed, very well dressed. And uh, he answers the door. He says, uh, he says, oh, you must be the detectives. Please um, come in and join me. My name is uh, Thomas Kimball. And uh, he, he takes you into the, uh, the parlor and uh, says, please, would you like uh, some tea or coffee? Coffee would be great. Thank you. I can Coffee's get that for fine, you. Thanks. I actually put some on already. So he goes in and he, he's back in just a few moments and he sets that down. Well, now, um, I, I, as I said in my letter, I'm not exactly sure how to begin this. Um, it is rather an annoyance, uh, but it has me quite baffled. Um, uh, please follow me and I'll take you into the library. Um, and he takes you just down the hallway. It's, it's in the back of the house, but it's one room dedicated to books. And when you step in, it is literally wall to wall books from floor to ceiling. There's a very comfortable chair and a little uh, table next to it. Uh, and there's a desk, uh, like for as if it was somebody's office. 
And he says, this is my brother uh, Douglas's office. This in fact is Douglas's house, not mine. Um, he lives here by himself, uh, though we haven't seen him for a while. He's kind of a recluse, if you will. Um, the, the problem you see should become instantly apparent. You are detective, yes. Well, in there, there's books missing from the from the, the shelves. Oh, you wow. see there and there, and there. Uh, I can't explain it. I'm I'm fairly sure they were here when we when I arrived. Um, but uh, they seem to be missing, and I I can't explain it. Any you ideas? Your brother Douglas lives in this house too? Oh, this is his house, yes. Um, Could he not have taken the books? Well, he hasn't been here for over a year. Oh. I see. So they've gone missing recently. Oh, yes, within the last couple of days, I would say. Do you employ any help? Uh, nope, nobody comes in. My sister comes in every couple of months and dusts. Um, she comes... And, and sometimes, you know, if he's here, she checks on him. But uh, do you mind if I just take a few photographs for documentation? Of course, purposes? please. Yes, whatever <laughs> you need to do. Is this collection valuable? I wouldn't have any idea. Oh, I don't okay. think so. Um, it does make me curious. They must know when you're not around. Well, I mean, I, I go occasionally out for a business um, meeting. Um, I'm only going to be here for another uh, week or so before I have to go back to New York. Hmm. Who all has the keys to this home? Well, I have a, a set. My sister has a set. And of course, my brother has a set. Hmm. But uh, like I say, he hasn't been here for over a year. Um, we're not quite sure where he is. But that's just like him to go off and go on some wild trip. And do you know the titles of the books that are missing? I haven't got the foggiest. Not sure, okay. But, 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 but you're the, the detectives, you should be able to. Of course, it, this just helps us. Yeah. It helps us do our jobs a little bit quicker if we have some of these. Uh, well, it means it'll take a little bit longer, cost a little bit more. But um, we're more than willing to do that. I, 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 I myself have uh, some business to attend to, so I'll, I'll let you get at it. But um, uh, if you need access to the house um, when I'm away, uh, I'll leave you the key. And um, if you have to lock up, uh, just leave it under the mat and I'll pick it up from there. Um, Sounds good. Thank you. Yes, um, I'll, I'll pay whatever your fee is. Don't worry mm. about that. Excellent. And he steps out of the room. And you get the impression he's going upstairs. I wonder if there's any sort of uh, inventory journal or something like that. And I could start working on cataloging to maybe see which particular ones are missing. Do a um, do a spot hidden or a library role. Hmm. Look, All I right. say if nothing comes up 
in a, a day or two let me just buy this this gentleman a few books and tell him we found them yeah. it's like going on a wild goose chase true and it would give us a few extra bucks and that, you know that's a pass okay um as you're looking at the books it suddenly dawns on you that these aren't valuable books at all um they're the equivalent of pulp novels of the time um some of them become classics eventually but as you're looking through you can see that there's works by uh, Mark Twain and, and Jules Verne and Oscar Wilde and Leo Tolstoy. Um, he seems to like fiction a lot, but they're, they're like a lot of the, they're not like books that you would find rare or hard to find, um, but they are well organized. Um, all of the Jules Verne's are together. And so kind of by elimination, you can start to figure out what's missing from each group. Hmm. You could just buy these at a bookstore. What is he hiring us to do this for? We probably cost him more than it cost to replace all of them. Hmm. Maybe they he don't. doesn't realize what the collection is. That's true. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah. And I might feel such a nice organizational me. scheme, though. Yeah. And I never, you know, I never look a gift horse to mouth. And I never you're know right. if you use yeah, a couple bucks, right. you know. You're right, you're right. It has been slow lately. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe there might be something interesting. Something to sink our teeth into. I think it was the sister, maybe. He said she comes in every once in a while. She Could has the be. keys. Yeah, that's true. And might not have said anything, but let's take a look at some more. Um Hmm. I'm gonna take a look around um, the um, the doors, windowsills, see if there's any clues of possibly a uh, breaking and entering or maybe lock picking. Do a um, do a spot hidden for me. Uh, a regular success. Okay. Um, I'll jump back to you in a second, Una. Um, as you're looking more at the books, you realize that there are two Jules Verne's that are missing, um, Master of the World and Mysterious Island. Um, you also notice that there's one missing by Mark Twain. He seems to have like com the complete works of these people. Uh, and the one that's missing is uh, number 44. Yeah which I think is also the mysterious stranger. Um, uh, his uh, Oscar Wilde is missing the picture of Dorian Gray. Uh, his Leo Tolstoy collection is missing Anna Karenina. Uh, there are two Charles Dickens that are missing, Great Expectations and Tale of Two Cities. And there is one H.G. Wells, The Time Machine, which is missing. Hmm. Curiouser and curiouser. I don't see any rhyme or reason to it yet. You also note that most of the books, when you're looking at them, are well worn. These these aren't just pretty pretty books on the shelf. There, first edition or anything like that. Yeah, no, just <laughs> cheap, not even expensively bound. There. Mm -hmm. oh. I assume I didn't see anything. 
Um, actually, you did. The only thing you notice is that there are some scratches on the window. Now, if you imagine this room is lined with books, but in the middle of the books, there is a window um, that looks out into the backyard towards the forest. And there are some scratches, rather deep scratches on the, uh, the windowsill itself, like the paint has been scratched. Oh. Um, and maybe, uh, how well, what, you got a regular roll? Yeah, unfortunately it was a wet, very regular. Yeah, that's what you see. Hey, oh enough, take some photos of this. There's some deep oh, yeah. um, scratch marks right here at the window on the outside. Oh, that's strange. And I will snap a couple angles of that. I'll tell you also that you notice that the window is not locked. Mm. Now it's it's 1920s Arkham. People don't always lock everything up. Uh, how high off the ground is this window? It's, 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 the house is built up maybe three feet and then the house. Um, so maybe seven feet of, off the ground, at least seven or eight maybe, feet. Maybe, uh, you know, someone climbed, clambered up using a stool or a barrel. Or a garden ladder, yeah. A garden ladder. That would that would all work. Yeah. Just to take some books. That is so. I mean, look at this house. Surely you'd be going around looking for some other things. Yeah. Natty, yeah. I'll I'll go run out. Uh, I'll go run outside and take a couple pictures of this window from the outside. Good idea. All right. Well, I'm gonna take a look at more at this desk and this collection. Maybe he has an overall sheet. The um, um, the guy that had owned this place before. Maybe something. Um, useful there. Okay. Um, let's do Una first. Uh, Una, you walk outside. Um, the, like I said, the grass has been clipped, but there, and there are some remnants of bushes around the houses, around the house. But if there's a single man living here and he's just not into all the pretty flower stuff, then he's left the yard kind of just deteriorate. Um, it has rained recently and you do notice that um, the area outside the window, there seems to be a, a place right below it where something has torn the grass a little bit. Um, so it's kind of muddy grass right there. Uh, there's no impressions, but um, something may have scraped or, or torn a little at the grass there. And you also, uh, when you look, you can see those same scratches on the outside of the window. I'll snap photos of it all. Just, uh, it, you know, may not make sense to me now, but maybe the detectives can make something of it later. And I'll take pictures showing, you know, the angle and then the yard around the area to see if right. there's, you know, anything and uh, make a quick walk around the outside of the house uh, okay. and then head back inside to make sure that uh, Natty and Shirley don't have anything else they need photographs of. Okay. So what I'll tell you is that when you turn around and you're looking at the woods, you've got rather dense woods, um, uh, maybe 30 or 40 feet behind the house. There is a, a shed uh, probably for uh, gardening but it, it looks 
dusty and probably hasn't been unlocked. There's a little padlock on it. Um, there are neighbors on either side with somewhat similar houses. So the houses are actually not too far from one another, maybe 20, 30 feet at the most from one another. Uh, and there are little picket fences in between. Um, but other than that, everything seems kind of... I'll head in. Uh, yeah. There's some more of those scratches out. You know, you can see them from the outside, guys. And uh, it looks like a little bit of disturbed earth. I took some photos of it. Uh, you know, the neighbors are pretty close. Uh, maybe they saw something. That's a good idea, Una. Yeah. Um, so you guys are still in the, the library. Um, you look in his desk and there's correspondence and there's uh, there's nothing there's nothing current there's I mean, I mean there's uh, stationary and there's there's stuff like that but it's fairly sparse um, you do notice a picture on the desk uh, that shows uh, two men uh, younger quite a bit younger um, they seem to just sort of be, you know, arm in arm. Uh, you're you're guessing from the look that that's Thomas Kimball and that's that's his brother, um, yeah, Douglas. Douglas. Yeah. yeah. Here, Shirley. This is the. Uh, this has a picture of both of there. Yeah, just in case, maybe um, the brother has appeared. Maybe he doesn't want the other brother to know he's in town. Good idea. I got some relatives I don't want to see. That's for dang sure. Telling me. So what would you like to do next? Uh, uh, Una joins you, would she? I'd like to go talk to the neighbors and see if anyone has seen anything. That sounds like a good idea. Why don't I keep in here, check through the books or stuff. Maybe at a ledger. Maybe I kept a diary. Good idea. So while Natty, you're looking around the office, um, you don't really find anything. And uh, Mr. Thomas Kemble comes back in after a few minutes and he says, listen, um, I am going to have to go out in about 15 minutes. Can I leave the keys with you? Oh, certainly, sir. Now, if you have to leave, just um, put them under the, the mat and I'll no problem. I'll make in. sure it's locked up tight as a tick. Excellent. Um, is there anything else you need? I don't think so. Um, you happen to know if your brother kept a diary or a ledger? Oh, I have no idea. I, uh, I, I, as I say, I'm not really that close to my brother. Uh, none of us really are. Um, and I'd say the last the last time that uh, my sister spoke with him was well over a year ago. Um, we were quite, she was quite surprised that he wasn't here the last two times she came to visit. Um, of course, she doesn't announce herself. She just shows up. But uh, we figured that uh, he's probably off somewhere. Um, Is that typical of him? Well, 
not always. Uh, it's it, he gets a, a sort of bug in him that he wants to go see something, and he goes to see. He always goes alone. He's he's a very um, solitary man. Uh, I know that he used to go to the library occasionally. He yeah, I can tell that. Like books, yes, but. Um, I don't know. I wish I knew more about my brother, uh, but since he's gone missing, I, uh, I understandable. The, the family. I, I should also tell you that we're not really that concerned, um, uh, but um, we've we've never called the police or anything like that on us, as if he were missing. We assume he'll just show up at some point. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll keep on working on this. We'll find out. You yes. take care of your business, and we'll try to take care of what you've asked us to do. Well, as I say, I'm not leaving for about 15 minutes, but I will, All right. uh, I will tell you when I'm going out. All right, so Shirley, uh, was Una going with you? Where is Una? Uh, I was staying with Natty in case okay. I needed to take pictures of anything else. Okay. So Shirley, you're going to the neighbors. You've got left or right neighbor. Right. Right neighbor. All right. <clears throat> well, which one? Actually, which one? Does it like I, with the window that that um, Una was pointing to? Is there one that has like a better view of it? No, the the window is kind of in the dead center of the back of the house. Okay. Uh, okay. Then yeah, the right one. All right. So you go to the right. You knock on the door, and the door is answered by a gentleman who looks like he's maybe in his mid to late sixties. Mm. Um, he's okay. a little hunkered over, and he walks with a cane, and he says, oh, "Yes, ma'am. What can I do for you?" Uh, yes, sir. I have, uh, my name is Detective Hardcastle. Uh, Mr. Kimball next door has hired me to investigate um, a, a theft. And in our investigation, we noticed that there were some markings by that window. If you just, if you look, look with me for just a second, sir, that window over there. Have you noticed any comings or goings of anybody in the house recently? Oh, uh, well, there's that gentleman who's currently there. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. I believe that's uh, uh, Mr. Kimball, uh, yes. although it's not uh, it's not Douglas. Correct. Have you seen Douglas around lately? I don't see Douglas very often anyway. Mm -hmm. He uh, um, um, he's kind of stays to himself. You know, mm -hmm. The most I've ever gotten out of him was a, a nod if we passed in the street or something right, like that. Right. But, uh, um occasionally uh kind of in the afternoons uh i would see him but um he would go uh out his kitchen door and he'd walk into the woods behind his house interesting um usually had books in his hand okay uh, he was uh i guess he was an avid reader mm. like to sit and read yeah, maybe enjoyed nature as well. Then you don't know much else about Douglas. Mm. No. No. I think they got money, but they don't um they don't spend it on their yard, as you can see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And no other people coming or going other than both Mr. Kimball's. Uh his sister comes every yes. once in a while. Right. I see her. She's quite pleasant. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time, sir. It's been a, quite a while too. Like I don't think I've seen Mr. Mr. Douglas Kimball for over a year. Yes, that's what we've heard too from his brother. Um, 
I don't suppose you'd know where he went, do you? Like, did he mention in passing nothing like that? No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't talk to me like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I hope you find what you're looking for. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. And then if you go to the other neighbor, Miss mm -hmm. Lila O'Dell, you get pretty much the same it's Pretty story. much the same thing. Okay. Yeah, he used to go. There's a there's a path. If you go to the back of his property, there's a path mm -hmm. through the trees that leads through. Do you and know if it leads I've, anywhere? I've seen them. Oh, I imagine sure. it uh, It might lead all the way to St. Clair Cemetery. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, that's if you, and she points to the street that you're on, and she says, if you go down to the end of the block over there and you make a left-hand turn, and you go for about half a mile or so, you're going to get to St. Clair's Church. All right, right. Um, but this would be kind of cutting through, I imagine. Right, right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for your time. Of course. Hmm. All right, Nettie and Una, uh, as you're standing there, and uh, Shirley is just coming back up the walk, uh, Mr. Kimball, uh, Mr. Thomas Kimball is like uh, walking out, getting in his car driving away yeah he left me the keys uh, mm. Shirley uh, that way we can lock up afterwards shall we check around the rest of the house in case uh, you know there's something he doesn't realize is missing it doesn't seem like he knew his brother very well I don't know even know if he's been checking the rest of the house right and the neighbors said that he often went out in the woods with his books there's some trail behind the house He'd go out and check that out later over. on. Yeah, we might want to check that out. I hope he didn't go for a walk and perish in the woods. Oh, goodness. Ooh. That would be bad. That would be terrible. We'll say that currently it's about 3 p.m. Okay. Because you came for tea after lunch. And, mm -hmm. uh, you want? Should we do that walk now while it's still daylight? Yeah, you know, yeah before it gets dark outside. Yeah, I'm still I was thinking the same early. thing. Would be better you know, if we need any pictures. Yes, excellent. True, Good true. Idea. You're absolutely right, Una. Okay. So you walk out into the back and um, you find it. There's definitely a clear spot where the trees are kind of parted and you can see that the ground is impacted from, from walking on it. Um, the, the forest is fairly dense. The woods are fairly dense, uh, and uh, but they're pleasant. It's um, there's still uh, bits and piles of snow uh, that are kind of accumulated in the shady spots. Um, there's little uh, what are they called? Snowdrop flowers that are poking their way up through them. Little purple uh, hyacinths, grape hyacinths. Uh, the air, it's chilly because it's still in that, that period of time. But, uh, uh, but there's a little bit of light dappling down. It's a, it's a pleasant, um, uh, gloomy, uh, mossy sort of walk. Uh, and it goes for about a half a mile. And then you can see there's a break. And as it breaks, uh, you can see that there are tombstones. Um, this particular spot uh, is way in the far back corner of the graveyard and it's quite overgrown. It's, uh, it's got weeds, it's got uh, 
uh, plants growing all around the tombstones. Looks like this. It's positively spooky. I love it. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And I'll start snapping pictures just for the aesthetic appeal. Okay. I kind of like to walk in the woods, you know, I think seeing a little bit of spring showing up and some of those snowdrops and crocuses and grape hyacinths. So as you are walking about um, and you can see that as you get close as the, the church, which you can see, right, it's obviously it's right there. Uh, it's, a, it's a Catholic church. It uh, looks very old, uh, made mostly out of white uh, clapboard, um, has a steeple, um, has a cross. Uh, and you can see that the, the, the grounds are more well-maintained as you get down closer to the church. The graveyard's a little newer, uh, but it's a fairly extensive graveyard. Uh, you can see there is a man uh, in red flannel on the opposite side. Uh, that looks like he's pruning some roses uh, that are growing there. He looks like maybe a caretaker, uh, but he's, you'll have to get over to him, you know, if you want to. Well, head over to him. Maybe he's seen something. Yeah, you go on, Natty. I'm going to poke around and see if maybe Douglas has left the books around here or something. Maybe set him down one day and forgot about him. Mm. It's possible. But yeah, you go talk to him. All right. So, um, Shirley, you could do a spot hidden and Maddie, uh, Uno, who are you staying with? Uh, I'll stay near Shirley. I'm going to continue okay. taking some pictures of the graveyard. You can also do a spot hidden since you guys are spend the, I'll spend 10 luck and make it a regular okay. success. Natty, you regular are... Success too. All right, cool. I'll get back to you. Natty, you are walking over towards the caretaker, and he seems oblivious to you. Um, he, Greetings there, sir. Uh, he, he literally starts when you do that. And he's like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, you should never do that to somebody who works in a, a graveyard. Uh, don't usually have people suddenly talking to me. Uh, <laughs> I, I uh, better for me to have announced myself than just grab you on the shoulder now, wouldn't it? Oh, I say that's that's probably a, a good idea too. Uh, uh, Methodius Jefferson. Ah, Natty here, Natty Courtney. Uh, um, have you been noticing anything strange? You know, some kids or something like that using the cemetery, particularly that you know, or you know. Yeah, people heading over to that neighborhood from this area. Oh, there have been uh, people been seeing things out here in the cemetery again. Since, oh, you know, it's happened before. Well, yeah, and there's been a couple of incidents in the past oh twenty years. Usually, college hmm. students. I think it was written up in the newspaper. I've never, never seen anything. Um, people hmm. come here occasionally. He starts looking around, uh, like. Like he's just gotten here and has never been in the cemetery before. He's like, but uh, you know, mostly the dead just rest; they stay where they are, and I make yeah. sure that everything looks nice for them. So it's getting oh. a little bit old. Well, when were these incidents occurred? And do you happen to know who talked about them? Oh, I I don't know. I, they was in the newspaper. Oh, uh, okay. 
Uh, but uh, uh, no, I I can't think of anything odd or unusual. All right. Um, do a do a spot hidden. All right. Extreme success. Nice. You pick up on a couple of things. One is he's the size of a little bloodshot and there's alcohol on his breath. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, so, and of course, we're in prohibition. <laughs> um, and he's I working for the and he's working for the Catholic Church. <laughs> I don't work for the feds. I don't care. Well, man, must you know? A person needs to do what they need to do. I, I, I well, thanks for letting me, uh, uh, for letting me know that. But you haven't seen anything recent. No, nothing, nothing odd. No, I don't know what's odd. I mean, do people do come to visit the graveyard every once in a while? Oh, well, that's to be expected. That's normal. All right. Well, I'm going to let you be with you. I'm going to get back with my couple friends over there. So if you hear some noise, um, that's probably just us checking some stuff out. Oh, it's your friends over there? Yeah. There was a young man who used to come and sit over there. Um, Oh, used to just read his book. Hmm. All right. Sometimes he had a pile of them, like two or three books with him when he was reading. Oh, all right. Yeah, I know you happen to know which neighbor you're talking about. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you. And you have a good day, all right? You too. All right. Um, Shirley and Una, uh, you guys passed. You guys are looking around that area, like you say, looking to see if there's any books. Um, You do notice though, your detective senses tingling, that you guys came in along the path there. So why is the grass and weeds trampled kind of over here near these graves? these tombs and these like like you saw in the picture these are built partly up out of the ground tombs. um you don't see like footprints um but somebody was definitely walking around here in the last day or two and smashing down all these plants And Natty comes back and joins you. It isn't Bye, really over. Just this. I, I mean, do you see all this area here? Hmm. You want me to roll as well? Tom? No, I mean, well, she points it out to you. It's obvious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Looks like freshly trampled. Good eye. Well, I, I. Go ahead. I was just saying, by what? It's just weird. Yeah. You find any footprints? Mm-mm. You'd think you'd find something. I mean, this is, you know, when everything's kind of muddy and wet. It's also very grassy and green. So, uh, how much looking around here, how well, you know, is this section, um, is this seems to be visited a lot or? 
or not. This seems like a really old part of the cemetery. So mm. no, I'd say mm. it's probably hardly ever visited. I think kids might be partying here at night. Well, what did the old man say? Well, he would, you know, he had a little bit of the, mm-hmm. um, but he was still, you know, he hadn't seen anything recently. However, he did mention that there was a man that used to come over from over that way. And I'm assuming it's our, yeah, our um, former owner. He liked to read his book, to bring a pile of books and read them here and take a seat on the tombstones and have mm-hmm. a read. What an odd thing to do. Yeah, I mean, it's like sit among the dead you know, on their tombstones. Well, so that is right. It's going to bother you, I guess. It actually <laughs> is. It actually, there is kind of a peaceful, quiet, you know, cool, shady sort of pleasantness about mm. it. Restful, even mm. though the dead are right under your feet. <laughs> I mean, the man had a whole house to himself. Why does he need to come out to a cemetery to read a book? Well, uh, I mean, the the brother didn't say the sister stops by unannounced. Maybe he was just maybe that's true. Not not pleased with that arrangement. Well, he might have had more into nature. I mean, he liked to take that trail. It's and in maybe, his bar. Yeah, well, you know. Books, the I other thing, would, sorry, the other thing he mentioned was that in the past people have seen things here at this. Um, at this um, cemetery, and um, to the point where it had been put in the newspapers. Really? Yeah, he didn't really say what it was, but I figured we could do some digging over at you know the either the newspaper archives or you know in Arkham here we could all go to either um, the local library or the university library. They put that in the newspaper. What ghost stories? Must have been a slow oh. news day. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's at least photogenic here. I can say that it has a certain uh, creepy, solemn aesthetic that, uh, I I mean, the pictures would have been popular if somebody took pictures. Right. That would have been a perfect time for a Halloween article. That's true. And, you know, nothing nothing bad hardly ever happens in Arkham anyway. So it's so peaceful. They need a story. They got a story. Yeah, let's go look into, well, we should probably go back to the house and look, make sure nothing oh. else has been taken and all of that. We didn't, but, we didn't lock up, did we? No, we didn't go that far away. Oh, we could always check and see if, if he left for somewhere, maybe, you know, then his closet would be empty and clothes would be missing. Yeah. Um, and if we're yeah. looking for a truly missing person, then I suppose the clothing would appear to be in order. Right. Yeah, let's go check it out. Because I'm quite sure the brother isn't sleeping in his old bed. At least I hope not. That's kind of creepy in its own way. All right. So you have a pleasant walk back through the uh, through the I can say the jungle through the through the woods. Um, everybody, do spot hidden for me. That is a just a regular success. Hard success. A regular success. Okay. Nobody got a, an extreme? No. All right. Um, so you don't notice anything. Um, you do kind of feel like the woods themselves are, I don't know, you've all lived in Arkham. You're, there's lots of ghost stories and weird things about Arkham. 
But then again, there's also something really kind of lovely and pleasant about, you know, nature and, and the world. Um, but you don't see anything unusual when you get back to the house. Um, it's getting a little dusky. And uh, as you get back to the house, you said you were going to go upstairs and check the room. Yeah. All right. So you you go upstairs, and uh, there are basically two bedrooms. Uh, one of them becomes instantly obvious that this is where Thomas is staying, you know, because his things are in there. Uh, you look in Douglas's room, and there are a couple more little bookcases uh, with more books in similar similar fashion. Nothing is missing from there. And um, you notice that all of his clothing is in the closet, at least most of it. It looks like if he left, he left with the clothes that were on his back and not much else. Um, there's, wrist, there's a couple of wristwatches and cufflinks and things like that, but it's all still here. Hmm. Uh, look, I'm gonna look through like the go ahead. Go ahead. No, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that. I honestly thought he would have packed some stuff up and been on a trip somewhere. It looks like we're looking for an actual missing person, not just missing books. Yeah, that's kind of odd. Suitcase is still there. Um, yeah, you don't see any suitcases. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that he might have taken a suitcase with him. Yeah, I'm gonna hmm. poke around. Like if he has a nightstand, chest of drawers, anything like that. Maybe he left an itinerary behind or a note. Um, go ahead and do a spot hidden. And I'll check the closet up above. Regular success. Okay. Um, you don't find anything like that. You don't find medication hmm. or or anything. Um. And everything seems to be empty. Uh, and uh, Natty, you look up above, and there's a couple of things. There's like a shaving kit and, and a few things like that, but nothing seems to be missing. That's odd. A man doesn't take a shaving kit? That that's, seems unusual. I mean, it, unless he left in some sort of hurry. And uh, yeah. I'll get down on my hands and knees and look under the bed. <laughs> Okay. There sure. are there are some serious dust bunnies underneath the bed. Oh. That he hasn't. Uh, his house cleaning isn't immaculate either. Although his sister should have cleaned that up, but you know. That's <laughs> well, not her house. Right. I wonder. He must not keep a well-stocked kitchen. Surely his food, if he'd been gone a year, his food would have gone bad and then someone would have noticed. Practically mummified, I'm sure. Nobody seems to be all that concerned. Uh, that's gets, you know, that that's raising a good question, Shirley. You know, this is starting to smell more and more um, a little strange. Family not concerned, person that missing. Weird. That is very weird. I want to look into this. You know, we're going to be at the library anyway. I want to look into this Douglas. Maybe 
find out a little bit more about him and his family in general too yeah maybe find out about the brother and sister too yeah exactly they seem a little fishy maybe not everything's kosher if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Uh, is there an attic or basement that we i mean i hope he didn't just fall down the stairs somewhere and there 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 would be an attic and a basement uh but surely as you were looking around um do a do a spot reading for me Oh, hard success. Oh, okay. You uh, you do find a picture of Douglas. Uh, looks like a fairly recent picture, of, or at least recent within the last few years. Mm. Mm. Douglas is an older older man than, than the picture we L- found. In the a little bit older than uh, Tommy. He's probably mm-hmm. brother. Hmm. Interesting. Well, at least we know who we're looking for. If we, yeah. Find him. I wonder did did, the, did Kimball mention what he did for a living? The brother? No, he didn't mention. I mean, he mentioned that his brother had been a librarian at one time point, but not him. Oh, that's right. He did mention that he was a librarian. All right. Hmm. The lack of concern from the family is. And, and why are they even here in the house? I mean, he said the sister, you know, stops by to clean and announce and stuff, but then, you know, why, why is he here? Yeah. Why are they concerned about the inventory? It certainly smacks of something, you know. Unless they're planning to sell it. But then yeah. they don't think he's missing or, or they're not concerned. Like who just sells or maybe they know the their brother's living in. Yeah, maybe they know he's missing or they've taken right, care of him. Right. Yeah, the Belmont case. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Boy, you have a great memory. You know, I'm glad we keep you around. And she takes great photos, too. Thanks. Oh. It would be interesting to check the court records and see if they've like tried to have him declared dead or something like that you mm-hmm. know in the attempt to maybe sell his possessions off yeah. well, we haven't checked the rest of the house yet let's check the kitchen yeah, and let's the pantry exactly and the basement all right um so you go in the kitchen and um i'd say without since you're looking for it you don't really need a spot hidden you can see the fact that there are dry goods that are in the pantry, um, and there are some recently purchased food for Thomas, obviously. Um, but if there was any rotten food, then his sister would have probably gotten rid of it so. a year ago. Hmm. Hmm. I think they would have contacted somebody about him sooner. I, maybe, maybe he's always been like that, always going off. And that's possible. You know, there's been, you know, around this neck of the woods, stranger things have happened. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, he did say though that. Uh, I mean, he hasn't really gone missing like this before without them knowing where he'd gone off to. Hmm. Mm. And just. And just the, the, you know, didn't take his clothing, didn't, more importantly, didn't take his shaving kit. 
It just it really rubs me the wrong way. What you hire two people to find your books, like not even worth anything, but you won't hire them to find your brother. What's that yeah. about? So you look in the basement, and it's just the basement. There are some old pieces of furniture. Um, um, there's not much down there. Um, and it's got a lot of cobwebs and spider webs and stuff because it doesn't look like it goes down there very often at all. Um, and certainly not in the past year, nobody's been down there. Mm -hmm. There's a good layer of dust. Uh, the attic is more or less the same. There's a few, a few items, maybe a trunk with some old clothing in it. Um, but other than that, there's nothing up in the attic either. So we'll say it's getting around um, no, 5.30. Mm. Uh, library closes at 8 p.m. Oh, you want to see if there. we can do a little bit of late night or last minute digging for the library closes? And yeah. the, um, the Arkham Sentinel really never closes because they're they've got shifts, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Uni should have some connections with them anyway. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to lock up here and then I'll join you in the car. Sounds good. Well, we better hoof it. Yeah. We want to have any time to dig through anything. Yeah, I slide the keys underneath the mat and I join them in the car. All right, let's go. All right. So, where, which one are you going to, the library or the Sentinel? Library, since we let me know we can get into the okay. um, newspaper almost yeah. anytime. All right. Uh, so you head over to the library and you get old, uh, old uh, Arkham Sentinels and you start thumbing through them. Arkham, fortunately, the Arkham Sentinel is not a very large paper, just maybe four or five sheets. Sorry, I should know this because I've never noticed it's either four or eight sheets. Uh, in size. Um, uh, all three of you do library roles. Regular success. No idea what I'm looking for. <laughs> yep, regular success. Okay. Um, let's see who got the who got the best role. I got 46, uh, 46 out of 55, so just by 10. All right. And I got a 32 out of 40. <laughs> That's almost the same. Not very yeah, not very yeah. right. You take you take so, it, Natty. I read the last one. <laughs> all right. So, so Natty, you find this article. Um it is not a big article. It's just hidden in there and amongst everything else. Uh, but you find this. Recent sacrilege. Tuesday, June 4th, 1912. Arkham Cemetery. Constable Feely was summoned to, or Freely was summoned two nights ago by Arkham residents sometime around 3 a.m. with reports of a disturbance in St. Clair Cemetery off of Derby Street East. Residents were awakened by strange noises and claimed to have observed a number of people cavorting within the cemetery. 
One resident claimed they were completely naked. At least three residents in separate but nearby locations confirmed the disturbance. When Constable Freely arrived 20 minutes later, all signs of the bacchanal were gone. Freely, who had been our constable for nearly 20 years, said he found no evidence of any activity amongst the tombstones. Likewise, there was no vandalism. He has asked residents to keep an eye open for any further activity, suggested it may have been a college prank. How long ago was that, Tom? Uh, 1912, June 4th. Yeah, it's um, 10 years. 10 years. At least. 10 or 12 Seems years. a little out of date for what we're looking for, but. Well, they yeah. certainly knew how to party. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I that's why time. I figured. Yeah, probably a bunch of college kids, you know. So you know how uh, they get. Since Shirley found one also, we'll give her she actually finds one that's older still. Local eccentric causes ruckus, April twenty-fourth, nineteen ten. Arkham has long been a town haunted by superstitious superstition and Mont uh Mount Bank claims Bank. of witches and ghosts. Last Thursday night was no exception along Derby Street East. Mrs. Hilda Ward had been a resident for the past 37 years and for the last 20, she has claimed to have witnessed things, terrible things. At approximately 11 p.m., Mrs. Ward ran door to door, awakening her neighbors and crying in the streets. She claimed that the devil spawn was stalking about the old St. Clair Cemetery, singing hymns to their master Satan. As neighbors tried to calm her, she described strange men who were not men, naked and hairy with dog-like features and canine teeth. She said they were tearing something up and feared it might be a person. The constable was called and did a cursory sweep of the area. The only thing he said he noticed was an automobile some distance away traveling along Derby. His conclusion was that it must have been some Miskatonic college boys having a bit of fun and the case was dropped. As it turns out, According to her neighbors, Mrs. Ward has been reporting these devils spawn on and off for the last 20 years. Well, there certainly seems to be a theme. <laughs> Naked well, college boys. Yeah, probably. Probably some type of, um, um, oh, what do they do now these days to get into the fraternity? Some type oh, of. Oh, yeah, like the hazing. Yeah. yeah. She's a dog. Maybe, maybe she. She even saw like a wolf or two. That's a little bit of a wooded area back there in the back where we well, were. Well, you know that those uh, those boys like to dress up at times, you know, <laughs> in costume, you know, like, you know, the old Shriners and other, mm. you know, orders. Speaking bad wolf out there. Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, uh, I wonder though, if, uh, if this, this lady's still around, maybe she, uh, maybe she saw our missing man, Douglas maybe uh been, in the cemetery it's been over a decade i don't she may not be alive yeah i know she's had to be old when they did this i mean we guess we could but I, it, time it is right now you oh. know, she's probably asleep too too but, late now but yeah. uh, I, if nothing else turns up yeah yeah i agree yeah best time to hit her is probably around noon She ain't anything like my old mother. She, my mom, in her eight, in her old age, was sleep until you know, ten or eleven. Mm. Hmm. 
nice and rested. Mm -hmm. So as dinner rolls around, friends probably have a meal. And then it's like work for the day is this has been actually a fairly long day, surprisingly. Um, I assume you probably go home and retire for the evening. And you're yeah. going to pick it up in the morning at some point. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think? Meet at the office? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put the coffee on first thing. Okay. Do you think you want to check out this free uh, officer freely or this um, Hilda, um, Hilda? I really want to look into this family more. They're just, I, yeah, I agree I with I you. I'm very suspicious. We can we can split the work tomorrow. Get get more work done that way. All, all right. right. I'll see y'all in the morning. Yeah, take care. All right. So the evening comes and goes without any incident, and you get up the next day, and you uh, have breakfast, and then you meet at the office. We'll say it's uh, 10 a.m. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. <sighs> The only thing is, I don't want to lose sight of the books in case it really is just the books. But I'm not really sure where to go from here on that. So yeah, yeah, there seems to be some, you know, like those claw marks on the window and 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 along the wall mm -hmm. definitely indicate that someone got in that way. You don't think that there was some college boys? You know, that it, there was an indication they liked to dress up and wolves' heads and or dogs' mm. heads. You may, you may have had some claws and we're doing a prank of taking some books or something from a nearby neighbor as a hazing. It Maybe. could have been old marks too. Um, right. You know, some damage from pulling furniture through the window at some point uh, to get to get something in there. Uh, you know, I've seen a few right? things like that before. Mm. I could probably yeah, ask the mother. He might know Good if they're work, fresh or not wolf she the the old lady saw something that looked like a wolf or dog even just a large dog mm -hmm. now, i'm not saying they they came in and took the books but that could have been what made the marks at least yeah. well we could take a look at you know it's not going to be that hard to tell if those are recent scrap uh marks or not because you can mm -hmm. tell by the weathering so did kimball say he was leaving town or just that he had yeah, by the end of the week yesterday. i think he said he was going week. back to new york yes right yeah. probably wants this all cleared up by the end of the week i suspect sure sure okay well, i got I'm interested enough mainly from where's the brother at but yeah we gotta keep a focus on the books mm -hmm. well i want to do some digging into this family in general Maybe well, it'll if, if somebody's stolen them in perhaps an effort to try to make money um mm -hmm. we could always canvas any local booksellers and see if anybody's trying to sell Use bookstores thinking they were uh thinking they were worth money um natty when the old guy at the cemetery said that there had been some write-ups in the paper did he say it had been a few years back or did you get the feeling it was more recent no, this was a few years back. I'm, okay. I, I so suspect that the ones that we found about. is from there. Right, right. Okay. Um, I'm more interested in, you know, because I don't think we're going to find a whole lot more in the newspaper than what we found. I could be wrong. Uh, but I might want to check out the police department and find out what reports there have been about that area, or maybe some if there's been any rash mm -hmm. of recent um incidents in that area burglary or anything else 
We might also want to talk to the the priest at St. Clair, see if if he has anything to say about it. Yeah. No, that might be a good way of seeing him and then going over and seeing the old lady, if she's still alive. Since that would be all all on the same neck of the woods. Yeah, that should be easy enough to find out. All right. Well, who wants to take what then? Well, how are we going to, how would we want to do it? So one person goes to talk to the priest and the old woman. One person talks to the police. Una, what was your idea? Uh, checking to see if anybody's been selling books, used books. That's or... right. That's a good, that's a good idea too. Since oh, we know wow. some of the titles that are missing. I feel like you'd have a good, you'd have good lead on that being a journalist. Um, I'll take the and, priest and the old lady. And Una, since this guy liked to buy a whole lot of used books in the first place, maybe they knew the the man too. Maybe we can get a little bit more insight about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good idea. All right. Well, then I guess I will. For, uh, you want me to hit the police department first, or you want me to yeah, hit the uh, yeah, priest? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and maybe see if, aside from everything else, see if they just know anything about this family. I don't know. All right. Yeah, I'll hit the police, and then. I'll hit the um, the church and the old lady. So all right. Um everybody do luck rolls. Ooh, hard success. Mm. See, that's the interesting part. There is no luck. Oh, I'm sorry, I should have had you. 3D6 times five. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, average at least. All right. Nope. That's just a regular pass. Okay. And surely you you didn't pass. Hard. No, it was oh, hard. you had a hard. Well, you you passed. Um. All right. Um. So, Natty, you were going to the police department. Mm-hmm. Um. And what were you looking for specifically? Well, I was going to see if I could find it. Uh, first of all, see if Officer Freely still worked there, though it's been a while. He probably retired. Well, he's actually the constable. Uh, he's pretty old, but he remains sort of the one in charge. Um, yeah. uh, but the incidents like in the newspaper, he barely remembers anything about that. College kids get into everything. Yeah, um, you tell me. The town's already got a spooky reputation, so the college kids are just going to keep playing that up every chance they get. All the new new college kids get hazed. Um, it's and his opinion is it's just good old boys having fun. There's nobody's getting hurt. Um, okay. Just a few people Any... getting scared. Maybe a few people getting hurt, but not getting hurt that bad. <laughs> Any anything um, about this Douglas character, this guy that owns this house? And, and no, he, he uh, has no record whatsoever. All right. Or does Thomas King. Well, thank you, Constable. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything recent in that area? Not that I've heard of, no. Okay, well, you have a safe, good day, all right? All right, thank you. Um, uh, Mrs. Ward passed away five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she was quite old, quite a character. You know, most people that that were that still live in the area remember her as she was an ultra religious 
banana loco. <laughs> what, what was her denomination? Catholic. All right. Then I guess my next best place is the the priest at St. Clair. Okay, so you're heading there. All right. <clears throat> um, and Shirley, you were heading to... Um, I will do some digging on this family just in general if, if they've okay. appeared in the newspaper at all or any records of them anything like that there are a few records of the kimballs um mm -hmm. uh there's nothing particular in arkham uh mm -hmm. that made them stand out uh however the kimballs are pretty well known in new york as textile uh mm -hmm. Manufacturers. And that's where Kimball said he was going after. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Did, um, did it say anything about Douglas? Douglas's last known profession was librarian, I guess, still, or is that? No, no. What, did it, what somebody had said earlier was that he used to go to the library. Oh, okay. okay. Um, um, is there any record of him having a job at all or any kind of career? Nope. Hmm. All right. No, the, the Kimballs have money. Right. Eh, yeah. So the house, the house is probably worth quite a bit. I mean, it's a very nice house. Yard, yard's not kept up, but the, the house is actually in a, in a very good location. And Una, what were you looking for? I'm going to go check with some of the bookstores, like the, the, oh, the yes. deal used books to see if anybody's tried to sell those, not knowing they're not really worth anything. Yeah. Um, about the most you get is a sarcastic, um, a friendly sarcastic response. It's like, I've got 17 copies of that book on my shelf. I, I wouldn't buy them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm doing my due diligence on something here. And I do appreciate your help, though. Well, it sounds like I wouldn't think that his opinion is I wouldn't think that anybody would steal those books unless they were just completely ignorant of them. And did they, are they, any of the shops or the shop that I check with, do they know Thomas or Douglas? Ah, that's a good question. Yes, a couple of them do. Um, uh, a, a couple of them say that years ago, he used to occasionally show up and buy a book. And then he started getting them to order things for him. Whenever something new would come out, he would have them order it so that he could just come and pick it up or they could deliver it to his his place um, but that mm. hasn't happened for years oh okay so you know years you're nothing Couple nothing years. recently nothing recently okay Sorry. one of them might even say you know i thought i thought maybe he moved away or 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 something Seems strange considering how frequently he was getting books. Yeah, a pay, you know, people who come here, our patronage is pretty solid. People come here all the time. Especially with the, yeah, especially with the pulp, the pulp stuff and the, the recent cereals. Yeah. That's... He, he liked, he liked the pulp stuff, but he also liked the classics and he liked reading them over and over again. And he was quite, uh, quite an, uh, uh, I don't know what you'd say, uh, um, an aficionado of uh, fiction, um, often would get lost in a book. He'd come in, when he did come in here, he'd come in here and sit in the corner and read for a couple of hours before he'd oh. realize how long he'd been here. And then he'd, uh, he'd purchase something and leave. Friendly enough sort? Well, quiet. 
kept to himself. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I appreciate your time. Of course. And so the three of you, I assume, come back together at some point. Oh, you were going to go talk to the priest, Natty. Right. Um, uh, Father Sean Kilpatrick, Kirkpatrick, sorry. Um, I think it's Kilpatrick. Um, oh, yes, I, I remember the young boy. He'd come. Oh, my Irish accent's awful. Uh, he'd uh, sit out there in the, the cemetery and read. Uh, sometimes into the evening. Uh, lose track of time, would he? Oh, yeah. Quite quite a, a solitary fellow. Wondered mm -hmm. why uh, he wasn't out working, but uh, perhaps they had money and he didn't have anything else to do. Lost in the clouds, that boy was. Yeah, from what I gather, the family did have money, so he was one of the fortunate ones that didn't have to work. Uh, you wouldn't happen to know, because, um, you know, you around here, um, I noticed that there was a whole bunch of um, write-ups at one time point of um, stuff going on over at the cemetery. Uh, well, I was warned a long time ago that uh, any place in, uh, like, Arkham and some of these other towns out here in Massachusetts that has a, have a reputation for ghosts and goblins and... Uh, mm -hmm. It, it goes with the territory, but I assure you, the dead remain dead. Oh, I quite agree. Uh, though your um, former parishioner didn't believe that. Uh, Miss Hilda? Uh, Hilda Ward. Now, there was yeah. a special woman. She, yeah, uh, in every church, there's always one of them. God rest uh, her soul. Uh, Quite, uh, quite a real holy person. roller, eh? Uh, I suppose you could say that. Yes, quite, uh, quite religious. Sure, the devil was around every corner. Oh yeah, my aunt May's that way. Hmm. Now yeah. the Kimballs, the ones you're talking about, they they didn't attend church. Uh, never saw them in church, yeah. uh, but they lived just through the woods, so I became familiar with them. Yeah, yeah. I've been checking it out. You know, there there was a couple uh, an incident at the house. Some stuff was missing. Oh, and I figured maybe. Yeah, I figured maybe um, having read something, maybe the frat boys were, you know, using the cemetery and were d doing some type of hazing activity. You know how they like to, hey, we dare you to do this, and you know, you know, you know the silly stuff they do. Well, perhaps, but you know, they're good boys. They're not usually into breaking and entering. That's yeah, a little bit I understand beyond. that one. Yeah, usually it's just carousing and having a bit, wee bit too much to drink, if you know what I mean. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I had heard some stuff about the cemetery because I guess Miss Ward had um, um, had phoned it in a couple times to um, Officer Free. Constable Freely, I should say. Yes, I, I have. Uh, I uh, some of those incidents were before I came here, but uh, uh, indeed, I've never seen anyone dancing in our cemetery at night. Well, if they did, you know, you knew that they probably had something good to drink. <laughs> That's very possible. All right. Well, I'm sorry to take up your time. I know that you have 
you know, souls to save, Father, and I appreciate you taking the time to answer my few questions. Of course. All right. And now I'll get back to practicing my Irish accent. And uh, <laughs> I promise in a couple of years, it'll be much better. <laughs> All right. Um, so can I assume you all meet back at the house? Mm-hmm. All right, you arrive back at the house as uh, as once again, Mr. Kimball is about to leave uh, for the I'm glad I caught you. Um, uh, I will be gone for approximately four or five hours, and then I will be back in the evening. Uh, all right, keys. All right, we'll make sure we lock up late last time. Do you have anything you wanted to talk to him about before? Yeah. Um, all right. Um, did, you, yeah. did you want to bring up the, the shaving kit? Yeah, I said, you did notice that the, the his shaving kit was still here. Is it? Um, yeah, you would think a man, you know, a man usually takes at least, you know, certain basic necessities and you know, one you know, one thing a man usually takes is his shaving kit, so he can, you know, take care of the bare necessities. Are Are you saying that uh, some of his things are here? Oh I yes, not aware of this. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I haven't gone into his room. I figure that's an invasion of privacy. Well, you know, we're we're a full. You know, we when we investigate, we t- we make sure that we um, cover all the bases. You know, we don't want a client to come back at us and go, why did you tell me about this? I understand. Um, uh, yeah, well, though we keep our mouths quiet about anything we find that isn't pertinent. But I figured you'd want to know that, you know, his shaving kit was there and he didn't seem to take a whole lot of cl- any clothing with him except the clothes on his back. That is quite odd. Um, well, I, I assume that you'll solve this case soon. Well, yes, we we plan to. We've been slowly checking things out. Mr. Uh, Kimball, do you have any idea where he might have gone? None whatsoever. None. Hmm. He could have gone to the South Seas or the bottom of the globe, for all I know. Um, he never discussed such things with hmm. us. Right. And not even your sister? You wouldn't even have left her a note? Well, my sister arrived here, as I say, almost a year ago. And um, no, no note. Hmm. You know what happened? Go ahead. Your brother didn't keep a diary or something like that, did he? I just No, I mean, I'm sure it would be somewhere. Um, uh, He obviously spent most of his time in the... uh, a library hmm. but um well um if there's anything i can do do you think uh we should alert the authorities the police it wouldn't hurt to at least put a missing persons out it's been a year now and you now know he didn't take his shaving kit or other things now you know, um, you don't want the, the, the police, the constables fingering you since you didn't say anything about it. Well, I haven't been here for, I, I only arrived a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, well, you know how small towns are. The, the first people they'll point towards is the outsider. I'd be an outsider, but uh, I am a well-known businessman. I understand what you're saying. Um, yeah. uh, well, continue and, and tell me what you find. Perhaps you'll, you'll turn up what happened. And, uh, and then we can approach the authorities with more information. Uh, I should know that something happened to you. Oh, I don't know. Uh, that's why we're checking it out. And that's why I mentioned it to you. I figured you might have a clue. I mean, that might, might help trigger something. A memory or, you know, sometimes, it, it, you know, just a little thing that helps you go, oh, yeah. I mean, literally, he doesn't even correspond with me. So I came because my sister told me to. Forgive me if this is a personal question, Mr. Campbell, did you two have some sort of falling out or have you never been very close? Just never. Uh, when we were children, I mean, we were of course. close, but he was older than I was. And he mm -hmm. liked to, as I say, he was always an avid reader. Um, I grew out of him. I went to college. He uh, took over uh, my father's business. Uh, the textile industry. He wasn't interested at all in that. Um, and of course, nobody forced him because we have some money. So mm. he was uh, just preferred to be here by himself. Um, I'm sorry, I can't be of more help. I'm just going to kind of stand back and watch him. Can I tell, is he telling, is he telling the truth when uh, Hardcastle and Courtney are asking their questions? A psychology role on him. That's actually hard. Very good. Okay. When they made it clear to him that his brother's clothes and shaving kit were still here. He was generally surprised. Um, so it's it's a weird thing to look at him, but he didn't really even give it a second thought that his brother was missing, missing. Just thought that he was off somewhere, but if his clothes were here, now it's starting to sort of run through his mind that something might have happened. Um, but he doesn't seem at all dishonest. If, if anything, he's a little effete and um, wants, kind of is puzzled why you haven't solved the case uh, in a few, the few hours you've been working on it. But he, he's not impolite. He knows how to be polite. Um, that's, that's what you get out of him. And that's, you've got a heart, so that's, that's pretty much what it is. I'll wait, I'll wait till he leaves before I say anything. So very shortly after that, he leaves and leaves you the keys once again. Hey, Natty. Well, you ever hear, and Una too, actually, y'all ever hear of those, this is a big fancy house. They obviously have a lot of money. Have you ever heard of old houses having like, hidden passageways and such. He said he spent a lot of time in the library. I'm wondering if maybe there was a little 
Yeah, well, we could check. Really that he hit himself into. Or well, well, not only that, but we could check through the books slowly but surely. Maybe he left something in one of the books. And, you know, it's terrible to think, but perhaps maybe he wandered into this little space and didn't didn't come out again. Yeah. Yeah. His his brother seemed genuinely concerned when you brought that uh, that shaving kit and the clothes up, Natty. I, I truly believe he did not um, realize that Douglas could actually be missing. Yeah, I thought he might take a little offense that we actually looked. That's why I kind of covered it with. Yeah, you know, part of our services is making sure we sure. check every bit. Okay. Um, so you're going to go back to the library? Yeah. yeah. Do a thorough search, shelf by shelf. Okay. Book by. Before you touch anything, photographs. Photographs, and we need to see if anything, if we notice anything was missing from yesterday. Good idea. Yeah, good idea. You see, she pays for herself. Um, because you said that, uh, you guys walk down the hall and you uh, step into the library. And Natty, I mean, uh, uh, Una, you had taken photographs. And uh, it's the first thing you look at is the bookcases. There are more missing books. You, you notice right. it immediately that there are holes where there weren't holes. If nothing else, Natty, I think we need to stake this place out tonight. Keep an eye Absolutely. on it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, missing books are Le Miserable by Victor Hugo, The Three Musketeers by Alexander Dumas, uh, Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad, and A Study in Scarlet by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Interesting. To watch this place tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna check. I'm, first place I'm gonna check is that window. Any new marks? Do a, uh, a spot hidden. Oh, extreme. Ah, okay. Um, you think? Yeah, possibly. Um, and you were talking about like checking to see if they were old. It definitely looks like fresh paint scratches, you know, that they've, that they've been made. But you've got an extreme. Mm-hmm. You also, um, as you're looking, you think there might be something in the carpet. Uh, there I go. All right. So hmm. you, you hunker down and you can see that there are little bits of dirt uh, in the carpet, uh, maybe mud or dirt. Um, there's there's an overall shape to to the dirty patch. Um, it looks like the front end of a human foot, uh, but a bare foot. And because you've got an extreme, as you're looking there, your eye sort of glances over and you notice that in the the chair where he would sit um, that there is a a cloth pocket on the side of the uh, thing. There is a a pencil sticking out of it and you can see there is a square shape inside the... uh, 
right. Ooni, you don't want to take a photo of this, of the window, but this this here kind of looks like a footprint. What do you think? I, now that you mention it, that's strange. A, a, is it a person's foot, barefoot? Yeah, take a look at that windowsill. It looks, looks like, like those a, are fresh marks. Looks like a barefoot person talking, walking on their tiptoes, like they're trying to be quiet. Our little book magpie returned. Uh, and I'll take a picture of the windowsill as well. Okay. And I'll Just taking over, pictures of everything again. And I go over to the chair because it's a good thing I bent over. I noticed something on this chair. And I pull out the sleeve, pull out the pencil and the book. Maybe the pencil is stuck in the book. Oh, it's, it's yes, it's stuck in the spine of the book. And it definitely is a journal. Ah, the journal. Oh. Natty. Nice work. Good eye. Yeah. I wouldn't have noticed it if I hadn't had to bend over and take a look at the dirt. So, I know. Mm. You could sit in the chair. You could sit at the, ta at the desk. I think we should sit at the desk so we can all look at it together. Okay. Um, who is going to read the journal? I think Uni should have the pleasure of that since she's the only one that hasn't read yet. So Uni picks it up for a moment and she starts looking at it and you notice this look of odd concern that sort of comes over like, almost like, uh, you, you get the impression almost like she doesn't understand quite what she's reading. Um, and then uh, she looks up at you with an odd sort of smile and she, she, she says, you know, let me read some of this to you. You guys got to hear this. You can just start wherever you want. These are typical entries. This quote right here. I personally think the doctor was a quack in that he failed to take responsibility for his actions. Who could blame the fiend for his terrible revenge? So many deaths. I think the doctor should be ashamed of his irresponsibility. I don't think I will visit him again. And then later, it's funny how the priest Adolf is so possessed by evil thoughts and actions while the young Satan is incapable of sin. I think there is a lesson to be learned. They don't seem to, to make any sense. And here's another one. Baroness Karen Blixen is so stalwart. Her descriptions are so vivid. I am sure I know exactly what it would be like to be living in Africa. We would go on safari together. I wonder what it, what is involved in coffee production. It, it, and here's another one. The captain invited me to dinner abroad the Nautilus, aboard the Nautilus. He told me of the many splendors to be found under the sea. The food was amazing and plentiful. I look forward to spending a great deal of time here beneath the sea. Thanks to you, Mr. Vern. What an odd book review. Mr. A Vern. series of odd book reviews. Yeah, definitely I, odd duck. Yes. This whole family is. Um, it's almost like you like, went into like, the books. Yeah, exactly. How strange. And then as you go on, you find these. Uh, 
reasons or whatever. Five years ago, I made a new friend today, or rather, I should say this evening. His name is Edward Kaplan. Apparently, he had been listening to me read aloud, as sometimes I do. He told me how much he enjoyed my narrations. Those who know me often express how antisocial I am, and yet, despite my nature, I like this guy and want to get to know him better. Who cares what he looks like? Then three years ago, Eddie is back and I am surprised how much I missed him. The topic of marriage and relationships came up and I asked him if he had ever been hitched. He laughed and gave me a big smile and said, I guess I ain't just ain't the marrying kind. And then another two years ago. Convention is the problem. No one will ever accept our friendship as something normal. Sometimes I want to run away and not deal with these conflicts, and sometimes all I can think of is the smell of him. Last entry one day before he vanished, Eddie has asked me on numerous occasions if I would like to be with him forever. There are things I would have to leave behind, but these are only material things. He promises me a world of amazing adventures. As my final entry, I would like to be brave and express my true and genuine love for Eddie. I think it's time we were together in his world. Hmm. How sad. I guess that would explain where Douglas has gone off to. Yeah. I I mean. Let's be honest here, though. That kind of relationship, you know, in, in, in the world we live in isn't very acceptable. Yeah, I, I understand why they would have run off. It's just mm. no wonder that, his that family doesn't know. Exactly. Well, I wonder where they met. I would like to look into this Eddie Kaplan if we maybe he would yeah, maybe we could track him down. But mm. also I think I still think we should stay. Whoever's stealing these books, they're coming at night. We should stake yeah. this place out tonight. Yeah, I agree with you. We we need to stake this place. Um those odd book reviews though like like he was in the story that's very strange yes i mean they did say at the bookstores when i went that he he got so involved in his reading he would just mm-hmm. sit in the corner for hours before realizing he was there and i guess oh, he I just, just has a very vivid imagination yeah, yeah really gets deep into his books doesn't he mm-hmm. yeah you now we need to Honestly, check outside underneath like this window Maybe this time there'll be better signs of where the perp came from. Mm-hmm. Right? So you guys, um, yeah, you quickly run outside because Scooby Doo is almost found. <laughs> um, there's, there's definitely uh, more sign uh, that something has torn up the grass a bit, a bit, and you think that. Uh, you find an impression that could be the front end of a human foot, uh, like somebody walking on their tiptoes. Uh, and it seems to be heading towards that path in the woods. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you want to try to follow it now? Sure. It's not that clear of a, oh, okay. a, a trail, but you definitely know where it's going. Well, now that we know what we're looking for, maybe we'll see some, uh, what they call, those hunters call it some spore, you know, mm-hmm. some clues, you know. 
almost feel like Daniel Boone here now. All right, so you're going to head along the path? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If the person came again this way last night, maybe we miss, or maybe there's something new to, to see. And now that we have an idea what to look for. Or at least recover one of the books if they drop something mm -hmm. so we can show Thomas we've found something. All right. Um, so you walk through, through the path and you come out into the, the shady overgrown area of the cemetery. Um, what do you do? Looking it's, around, looking around for the clue, for you know, maybe the footprint, see if there's anything that's been disturbed recently. Okay, everybody do spot hiddens. That's a fail. Hard success. Colleen? No, sorry, I didn't. Okay. It failed. Um, Natty, as you're, you're looking around, um, there's at least one of the tombs, um, the, 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 the flat tombs. Uh, that looks like maybe it's had some disturbance around it. Um, the weeds are kind of smashed down a little. Um, the moss that's growing all over it and on the top uh, seems to have been a little flattened, like somebody was sitting on it. Hey, oh, now, Shirley, look at this. The mold has been kind of squished recently. Hmm. Who's buried here? Um, just we'll no, say no, uh, no name from there. Yeah, yeah, uh, no name from 1835. It's an old, mm -hmm. it's maybe even 17 something. Very mm. Said unknown. I'd say there might be some gold underneath there. <laughs> hmm. Is there anything else strange with it? Just the squished down on moss. Well, kind of looks like someone sat here. Yeah, like they said that. Douglas used to do. Oh yeah, you don't think Douglas is doing this, do you? Well, so hear me out. The man obviously loves his books. Feels like he can't face his family because of the person he loves. So he runs away, but he doesn't go far. Comes back and gets his books every so often. Maybe he's the thief. That's doesn't, a fantastic hypothesis, Shirley. Doesn't yeah, I like that. Family. I mean. Maybe he's living with Eddie wherever, somewhere in Arkham, comes back and gets his books when he wants to read something. Yeah, but he still has the keys. Why not use the keys? He lost That's the keys. That's a good point. That is a good point. Oh, yeah, you know, Unas did say he might have lost it. That's a top possibility, too. I think the stakeout's a good idea. Like, maybe if we looked up this Eddie cap, maybe they're just maybe they're just living in Arkham together somewhere, wherever Eddie yeah. lives. Could be. Yeah. We could check the directory. Um, do you want to check the directory? Do you want to check public record? Public, yeah, we'll yeah, check the directory first record, here because yeah. this, this house probably has a public directory in the house. We don't find something there, then we go to public works. You find the uh, the Arkham uh, phone book, it's probably you know within the last five years. Mm -hmm. Um, there is no cap on. Hmm. Maybe he doesn't have a doesn't have a number. Doesn't have a phone. Or maybe he doesn't live here. Did what what 
Douglas said something about his world. Like maybe he's just making a reference to them living in another town or something. No, that's good. More it. fabulous, like Boston. Yes, New uh, York. Somewhere out of here. Yeah, uh, in Boston, New York, they're known to you know tolerate that a little bit more too. Well, uh, uh, I guess you could still look up the public record, right? Sure. Yeah, we'll check it out. While we're doing that, I'm going to get us some flashlights and um, yeah, good stakeout equipment. Yeah, yeah, a thermos of coffee. Let's make sure we have a good meal tonight Two. before we go out. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, two thermoses. You're right. All right. Um, uh, you spend a little time going over to public records, and you can find no trace of anyone named Eddie Kaplan, Eddie Kaplan. living in Arkham. Hmm. I guess you're right. He's just probably not local. Yeah. Now, I'm no, not a very well-read person. Surely this isn't another literary character he's talking about, is it? I don't think so. Not the way he was writing about it. I mean, you know, it seemed to like how he read or was you guys, reading. You guys could all do idea roles. Ooh, that might be an extreme success. No, I'm completely clueless. Yeah, that's an extreme success. That's just a regular success. Okay. Well, to Shirley, it occurs obviously first, and Una, once 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 Shirley points it out, the sign of credit becomes obvious. The man lived in a fantasy world. That he. Oh yeah, for sure. He would read a book and he would dive right into it, and become mm -hmm, part mm -hmm. of that, and probably lived out when he wasn't reading. He was probably fantasizing about. Oh, I would have tea with Captain Nemo. Um, becomes Does obvious that all these people, but Eddie Kaplan, you've never heard of a book with an Eddie right. Kaplan. Hmm. Maybe he made this this character up and just is, you know, seeking to escape his reality and used it as an excuse to run off. And but you're right, he loved his book so much he came back to try to collect him. Well. We'll see tonight who's who's been nabbing all these books. Yeah, Maybe. certainly Birds someone. One stone solve both mysteries. What do you think? Which we uh, be somewhere just off the path, or just right before the house, so that once he heads to a certain point, we can block him off. I was thinking of just house? lying in wait in the library in the dark. Yeah, in the house. Yeah, well, one of us should be outside. One, one to, person outside, sure. Yeah, kind of block his it. way from getting mm -hmm. out in case he decides to take the, you know, out the window. Right, right. Sounds right, like right. Uh, you're volunteering, Natty. <laughs> uh, yes, but that means I get one of the thermoses of coffee. All right, you got it. There you go. All right. All right. Well, black, no sugar. To make it easy, because as you look around, uh, if you're going to conceal yourself, uh, obviously you can be in the library. Um, uh, you can hide behind the tool shed. That's exactly uh, what I was thinking. Or you can hide in the woods on the path. Hide on the tool shed. I'm going to be in the, on the side, you know, so that you can't see me from the woods or that side of the house easily. Do we each cover one area like i'd hate for one of us yeah. to miss him or like for us to miss the, you know because we've got the path the shed the library itself we cover all of our bases i think you two are going to be waiting for him in the library i'm just going to okay. be making sure to 
shut the back door, so to keep speak. Keep your eye maybe on the window and the path, Natty. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on it. Okay. All right. Do you think we're going to need our guns? Uh, this I don't think so. Seem like the type of guy, but I, I, I don't like going anywhere yeah. without it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I'm going to do a quick maintenance check and I hope I don't have to use it. I hate using yeah. it. No, I, I don't even see a reason to. It's not. This is his house. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me get this clear. Natty, you are going to hide behind the shed. I also yes. could mention that you could hide on either side of the house, you know, nah, and peek around be the near, corner. But <laughs> I'd rather be near the shed because that puts me, you know, when I need to, to block off the window or the exit towards the path. Okay. And then, uh, Shirley, where are you going to be? I'll be in the library. You'll be in the library. And Una? I'll be in the library as well, but in a strategically separate yes. area yeah. from Shirley. Okay. Now the question is, what are we going to do if it's him? I mean, we can't stop a man from entering his own home and taking his own. Stop things. you! Do Don't steal your him? own books. Yeah. Well, you know that at that time point, we can get an answer of why he's doing what he's doing. That's true. Just, just and then we can let him approach him, right? And let him decide what how he wants to deal okay. with it. Okay. Let's Maybe he wants a easy way out of his old life and. This gives him a way of wrapping up without his brother and sister getting all bent out of mm -hmm. shape or digging their nose into things that don't belong. Okay. Um, Mr. Uh, Kimball comes home probably around 7 p.m. and he mm -hmm. sees you're all still there. Oh, you're all still here. Um, uh, any any information or someone there have been more books that have gone missing since we were here yesterday we would like to conduct a stakeout in which we stay hidden in and around the home and, and monitor to see who it is that's coming in and out taking those are, books are you saying someone is breaking into this house in the night that is that's, our belief that's quite frightening and disturbing um if you want, sir, you could take a, um, you could stay at one of the local hotels and we'll stake out the place. Was, that way uh, you're safe. I was thinking exactly that. Um, you don't think there's going to be any terrible danger. Are you armed? Uh, we are always armed. We are armed. in the event, but I don't think there will be any danger. Yes. Yeah. The man is stealing books and books that are not incredibly valuable. I doubt that we'll have to do anything more than whoever the purpose have a talk with them. But bring them to justice is what you need to yes, do. Yes, of course. Yes, of um, course, of course. I, I, I don't want to have any part of that. So I think Completely I'll take your advice and I will go stay at um, the Arkham Arms. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll contact you if anything occurs. All right. So he packs up a night bag and uh, and we see danger bear. Um, all right. So, what time do you guys get into this? We have no Probably idea. Probably fairly early. So. Yeah. Uh, well, just I, the eagerness. Yes. You know, like. Well, I, 
he's probably going to be looking to see if the lights are on. He probably knows his brother. He probably waits till after his brother leaves. I figure his brother probably goes to bed probably at nine or ten. Right, right. Yeah, because he hasn't noticed. So yeah, he ain't gonna go near the house till you know you see the lights Late. go off. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna have to go outside ahead of time. But if yeah, if can... if he's watching the house and he sees his brother leave and all the lights are out, he might try to come in early. If he thinks his uh, that's gone. true. I'm gonna set up ahead of time. Right. And um I say we get in a position after Douglas leaves. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad I brought those extra woolly socks. Mm-hmm. You remember what happened after the Potemkin incident? <laughs> sure do. That was. Yeah, I was sick was for something. two weeks. All right. So you guys get into position, and it's a chilly night. So you guys have your coats and, and stuff inside the house. You don't have to, obviously, it's warm. Um, silence is can be deafening, um, and is probably least silent for Natty because he's outside, and some insects and animals have started to chirp and make noises. Um, though there's not as much as there is in the summer. Inside the house, it's, it's quiet and it's muffled. Got all those books on the wall, so there's no noise. But if the two of you whisper to one another, are any of you looking out the window? Or are you both looking out the window? Looking at the window. Well, you're looking at the window, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, so hours go by. Uh, a number of hours. You guys have your thermoses of coffee. Um, And probably Shirley and Una whisper back and forth to one another just to kind of keep each other company. Around midnight or so, uh, Nettie, do a listen roll. A regular success. Um, you hear something rhythmical off in the distance. Um, it sounds, you almost think it, 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 it has the cadence of like a horse galloping. Ba-da-bum, 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 I guess. Um, and uh, at this point, the, the, the woods are black. Um, I'm going to crouch down, stay close to the shed, okay. and ke- keeping extra quiet. Um, uh, shadows inside of shadows are, are completely invisible. But the neighbor's house down there, you know, you can, you can see that. There's no trees directly where you are. Um, there's a moon out, so it's not a full moon, but there's a little bit of silvery blue light everywhere. Um the, the thumping gets closer and something crouched down s- stops right at the edge of the woods and the yard. Um, all you can see is sort of a vague shadow, but it, it seems to sort of look around and it has an odd 
shape to it, more like more like an animal than a, a person. Um, and with great uh, swiftness, it suddenly moves across the yard. And as it does, you can see that it, it has sort of the cadence of a, of a person, but an oddly shaped person. Um, there's definitely a hairiness or a dog-like sort of aspect to it. And it moves maybe 20 feet into the yard and with amazing sort of grace, it leaps up to the window and its, uh, it's claw or whatever it is, you see its claw slip underneath the, the window pane and lift it up. Okay. Um, do you want to do anything? This, this surprises the hell out of you. So you're kind of stunned for a moment. But now that it's actually getting ready to go inside, do you want to do anything? I'll get Not back to yet. you guys in a second. Not yet. I mean, <laughs> okay. I'm letting it go in. But how much shock am I in considering what I can see in the... You can, you can do shite. a sanity rule. Yeah, it's, I was wondering about that because there's just enough there that I'm like going, well, I made it. So, okay. um, just take one point for, for yeah. kind of being in shock. Um, Shirley and Una, you're in there and you're probably quietly whispering. And as you are, uh, you suddenly hear a thump, 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 thump and something lands or grabs a hold to the outside you hear a scratching sort of noise suddenly and in the dark you can see the square of the window with like i say the sort of bluish outside um um long like three inch long fingernails come underneath the windowsill and lift it up and this black dog-like shadow um, starts climbing into the room. What do the three of you, what do the two of you do? You guys need to do a sanity roll. You guys all have flashlights too. Mm -hmm. Pass. The pass. Okay. Uh, you're holding your breath, so you're, uh, uh, you, you can both take one point of sanity, but you don't scream out or anything like that. Um, there is suddenly an overpowering stench um, like like a dead body um, that, that fills the room. Um, do you want to do anything? I'm just going to observe it for now. Since okay. I have my wits about me, I'm just going to watch what it does. It... Um, it slips into the room. Uh, you hear it hit the ground. Uh, it's very, it's oddly quiet, um, but that sort of wafting nausea. You guys can do constitution from the smell. Oh, I failed that. I passed. Okay. I think <laughs> that Una is going to go <laughs> like that. She doesn't necessarily get but you see the creature uh, obviously coming in into the shadows of the room. 
and reaching up for some books. Um, but when Una makes that slight little noise, it suddenly freezes like an animal that's heard a noise. And then it, it moves farther into the room and the light suddenly comes on as it reaches over and pulls the little string on the lamp. And what is in front of you is a seven foot tall monstrous dog man thing with huge snarling, well, he's not snarling, but huge canine teeth. Um, it's naked, it's not wearing clothing. Uh, it's got a couple of books tucked under its arm. And as it turns around and looks at you, it, it suddenly uh, sort of howls. Uh, so, Natty, you suddenly hear it. You see it go inside and you suddenly hear it start to howl and the lights come on. You guys can do sanity rolls again. All of us are just the two inside. Just two inside. Ooh, but Natty, you can. That's a 99. Jesus. Oof. Ooh, 37. That's a pass. Okay. Uh, Shirley, I see D6 uh, of sanity. Four. Four. And Una, D, D4. Two. Very good. All right. You guys are like this. Uh, but I'd like the two of you to also do spot hidden rolls. Natty, what are you going to do? You've seen this go inside. I am doing my job of covering the exit. Okay. I also I'm, think that Shirley screams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but, yeah. And when I hear that, I pull out my gun because that means mm -hmm. that something bad is happening. I'm going to be ready. And uh, Una, how did you do? No, I'm Shirley screams and I'm staring at her instead of anything else. Okay. Um, and uh, Shirley, did you did you pass your spot here? No. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. The thing uh, turns and uh, with the books under its arm and leaps towards the window. Uh, and without, it almost seems like without even touching the sill or the window, it like acrobatically leaps uh, out the window. And uh, Natty, you suddenly see it come flying out uh, and it lands on the ground outside the window and it immediately sees you uh, because you've, you've moved a little bit away from the, the shed. Um, Halt, we just want to know why you're taking the books. Uh, and it, it, it halts a moment and then it immediately sprints for the, uh, the path in the woods. All right. I will run to the window. Natty, go after it. I, I am. Grab Shirley and shake her. We, have to go. we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> By the way, do I need to make another sanity check since I did see it leap out the window? Yeah, you can better look at it. You can do another sanity roll. Yeah, that's what I was wondering about. And I passed that one. Yeah, no, so we should I lose another point? Uh, just a point. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm just like, uh, so it it run. Are the two of you going to come out of the house? Oh yeah, yeah. We're right. climbing out the window. I'm in hot pursuit. pursuit. Yeah. <laughs> the flashlight on. I'm in hot pursuit. Okay. Uh, the right thing. 
the thing can run rather swiftly. Oh, I'm quite um, sure it's running faster than I am, but I'm at least yeah. trying to, I, I'm just following down the path. I'm hoping to catch where he went. All right. Um, we won't say that Shirley and Una catch up to you, but they are following along the path. All of your flashlights are on. Um, Natty, when you come out of the woods into the cemetery, um, the creature has stopped uh, next to that uh, grave that you had mm -hmm. been at earlier. Um, it's facing away from you. It's got its hands sort of posed on, on the top of the, the tomb and the books under its arm. And it seems obviously like it's waiting for you. All right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, because I, I've seen how quickly this creature moves and a, and a and couple other things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and my, my, well, the other thing is this if it wanted to hurt one of us, it would have already done so. And it's stealing books. At least that's my, so I'm going to, I'm going to put my gun back in my shoulder holster. And I okay. suspect because he didn't hurt the ladies. He could have hurt me. And I'm going to go, all we want to do is find out why you're taking the books. The brother of the owner is concerned about the thefts. Um, it sort of straightens itself up just a little bit. Um, and it's, it's, it's scary big, you know, like seven feet tall. Um, oh my God, maybe I made a big mistake putting that gun away. And by now the, the women have sort of caught up to you just as the thing turns around and looks at you. Um, uh, Natty, do a spot hidden. All right. Um, hard success. Hard success. Um, as it turns around and looks at you, and it sort of has yellowy, glowing, glowing eyes, um, you can see that despite the fact that it has dog-like features, that it also has uh, Douglas's features. Uh, do another sanity roll. And the ladies, you see this too, you come running up. And I made that one too. Boy, I'm getting lucky. Oh, yeah, that's a fail. Terribly. <laughs> oh. Douglas? So if you fail that one, do D4. So you know who I am. Only because I saw your picture in the house. My, My brother, brother hires you. Well, he was concerned about the book thefts. What surprised us is he wasn't concerned about you. He left your shaving kit there. Now your clothing was taken. Listen, I don't mean anybody in the arm. I, uh... I just wanted some of my books to take with me. I don't have an issue with that, but your brother hired us to find out why the books are going to eat. He's why you can't. You cannot tell my brother. I like you believe me anyway. Don't tell him. 
You see, it was a while back that I met a friend. Kaplan, right? Ah, so you know that. I did find your journal. Yes, Eddie Kaplan. I uh, used to come here and sit on this grave right over here. I used to sit here and read out loud. And one day when I was sitting here, I looked over. There was one of... He sort of points at himself. says, sitting there listening to me and smiled and grinned. And I didn't run away. Uh, we became friends over a couple of years. And uh, he finally convinced me to join him to become what he is. Arkham has a long tradition of ghouls. And that's what I am now. We live in tunnels beneath the ground. We eat the dead. But Eddie told me that this entrance was going to be closed soon, that we were moving on. And so, you know, we had a lot of fun for a year or so, and I just wanted some of my books to take with me. Now you know, but you can't tell anyone. Don't tell my brother. Let him think that I'm dead. Uh, okay, underground tunnels, things that eat bodies? Look, we're part of nature. There's lots of animals that eat the dead. Well, just, there are buzzards and there are a few other things. We just want to They're not going to be stealing any more books? We're closing this entrance. I'll leave my brother in peace, but I got the books that I wanted. Okay, then what are we supposed to tell him? Make I mean, he wouldn't believe play. this anyways. Make something up or tell him nothing at all. I don't care, but now I'm going to go. And believe me, if I find out that you've said anything, I can find you again. And with uh, one gesture, he slides the, the whole top of the, the grave off. And you can see that there is no coffin, that it's just a hole into the darkness. And he uh, very, very acrobatically sort of leaps and slides down into the hole. And with his claws, he moves the, the thing shut and disappears into the darkness. And that's the end of our story. <laughs> Holy Jehoshaphat. Good story. Don't think we can ever tell anybody about that. No, no, we just buy replacement books, charge the brother for those books and come up with some kind of story that we that found. That sounds like a frat, great plan. Frat boys. Frat it was boys. totally frat boys. As far as the mask. brother, we heard a rumor that he was in Paris or Asia or the Orient, something. <laughs> died in Antarctica. That's interesting. So far in running this, um, nobody's died. <laughs> but what none of you actually realize is that you are surrounded. Um, 
Eddie Kaplan and a number of other ghouls are in the cemetery mm. um, watching the situation. Oh. So if you actually shot Oh, that would uh, be bad. Douglas. Oh God. Yeah. They would show they would immediately show up and uh torn us from limb. Well, they would drag them. you into the darkness. The last thing you would see is you know being dragged down into the dark mm-hmm, tunnels mm-hmm. below. Had you um pushed the tomb open yourselves, uh, you might have climbed down and encountered them underground. Uh, in which case they would have probably wanted to tear you apart. Um, but in that case, Douglas might have intervened and said not to do it. But yeah, Douglas fell in love with a ghoul. And um, there's somebody out there ghoul. for everyone. Yep. Wow. Good story. All right. Jeez. Let me uh man up. in the school. Uh, our players include Holly Buto. Stephanie Mann and Oren Mayer, Meyer with myself as the keeper of the secrets. Uh, we're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and push the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.